Seven is a number, both prime and divine. Seven yeah. is a number, both prime and divine. Seven is a do. number, both prime All and divine. Seven is a number, Check both prime and divine. United like the Justice League, we unlimited. Five transformed into seven, magnificent amalgamation. Super Saiyan, we ain't playing. 106.5 is the radio station. Triple Nation is the name of the tribe. 610-267-215 All around the globe in every area code Online, on air, whatever the mode Days and nights, live or recorded Listeners rewarded with the rawness Keeping it flawless like a Batman plan Jedi flips or a Spider-Man handstand Peace to every geek we stand for From Kronos to the bottom city of Candor We about to catch wreck Turn up your set, black triples on deck. Y'all know what time it is. Black triples in your area. Let's go. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and kittens, children of all ages, welcome to another brand spanking new edition of Black Triples. <laughs> My name is Len, aka the Bat Triple. And as always, I'm joined in this lovely studio by these lovely triples, starting with that one right there. Chalalo. Is it me? Oh, yeah, what's up? It's Kennedy, also known as that Mikey chick. Also known as the Storm Trimble. I was getting my Wakanda on. Hi, guys. How you doing? Mwah. And we have that guy. Oh, hey, what's going on? It's your man, the Mr. Friday Night Delight. Always bring you some goodness in your life. Star Joker's intro. How y'all doing? We also have... He done, hold on, he done grown up. He got the catchphrase right now. Now you know how it feels. Now you know how it feels. Now how do you feel old yet? Now you know how it feels. Nah, 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 he older than me. So look, what's good, y'all? It's your mama's favorite nephew, cousin, Muscle. But to the young bucks, his uncle Buff, what it do? The big body broke with the Super Saiyan triple. Let's get the show rocking. And last but never the least, we have... Yo... What up? It's your man, our son of voice of reason, aka the Super Triple, the Randy Steele, the comic book Jedi, that dude that's watching the Eagles Super Bowl again because it's on, and why wouldn't I be? Why aren't you? The man who misses the NFL. Right. Bro, <laughs> no idea. College football, and this is a college football game on right now. I don't care. It was a game oh on the other night. I was like, I don't care. It's football. He said, I just watched pickup games outside. They were playing flag football. I needed something. You no, know, I broke out my electric football, John. Just watching the little players vibrate over there. Whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, I need yeah. you all to stay focused because baseball, okay? The Phillies have been trashing the Nationals, or I call them the Trashinals. And um, today they inducted, they retired number 15. For Dick Allen, fame, uh, Philly, the Philadelphia Philly, um, for some reason isn't in the Hall of Fame. I don't know how. 
got traded on some racist stuff, so you already know what day it is. Um, but shout out to Dick Allen. I'm glad they retired the number. I thought that was nice. And now I have a reason to go buy an official jersey. My name's on it. I have to. I'm not going to not. My name's on it. It's on it. It's like, here you are. Still it's like, for you. It's all good. Thank you very much. Take yeah. some of my money. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you're enjoying life, ladies and gentlemen, and staying safe, keeping your mask up. The Triples are here to bring you another piece of Thursday night geekery. Tonight, it is simple and plain. We are chilling with the Triples. That is what we do once a year when we just... Come on air, turn on the mics, and just let it hang. On the air? Oh, 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 oh. Put the comma in the wrong place there. Sorry. <laughs> and we just let it hang loose for you, ladies and gentlemen. And we thank on the air? each and every one of you who are checking us out and watching us on YouTube and in our Facebook group and in our Facebook page at Black Tribbles. Uh, thanks each and every one of you. Um, it was a sad week in uh, the world of pop culture and just in the world in general um, when we all heard the surprising news last Friday, the passing of Chadwick Boseman at the age of young age of 43 years old and passed away after a four-year bout of colon cancer. Uh, it was a surprise to everyone that was not a family member of his and, and some very, very, very select friends. Um, and it hit the world by storm. And even though it was almost a week ago, uh, it was something his passing still has been reverberating throughout the, the geek sphere ever since then and this is our first time coming together since he passed away so uh i'm give all of you tribbles uh and we'll we'll start with the the madam tribble kennedy a moment to to share your thoughts on the passing of chadwick boseman oh uh, what a career you know look at all the work that he's done look at all the people that he's portrayed the people that he's affected um i want to say particularly Shout out to his family for keeping his secret safe because, mm -hmm. as you said, nobody knew. Um, and it makes you think about how many of us can say that beyond a shadow of a doubt we have circles like that that won't, you know, say anything, jump to our defense when someone says something at the side of their neck. Um, I think that's what I'm, I'm most upset about is the fact that people saw some of his later photos and – Revealed themselves to be the. Ooh, watch my mouth! Watch my mouth! Reveal my reveal themselves to be the jerk wads that they were, and it's just like yo, you never know who's going through something. You can never ever just come out your mouth with somebody like that because now all of you feel terrible, and you should feel terrible because unnecessary. I didn't cry until the <clears throat> next day. I had to like get off social media because my whole feed was just photos. You know what I mean? Um, and it was the same photo over and over and over again. Cause he's had so many great shots, but it was the, the one that the family posted. Mm -hmm. And uh, I took a minute off and I resisted the urge to watch black Panther. And I thought about something and it was inherently black because my instinct was go to And as I stood up and said that, I was like, oh, my God, he's gone. And it just hit me that 
you know, this man who held no kingdom had a kingdom of people that he never met and some that he did, but mostly that he never, ever met and affected so deeply. It was just like, this is why you have to be good to each other. This is why. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, uh, Dante? Um, it it kind of hit a little bit more personal for me. Uh, from all his great work that he did, and during the four years of him going through this and doing all those movies and not saying a thing to anybody, and <laughs> even doing his charity to see the kids in the hospital, uh, for me it hit a little bit more close to the home. Uh, about let's say two years ago right after my grandmother had passed from cancer, I had a friend uh, that I used to work with in St. Louis. Uh, he was a boss of mine at GameStop, and he had the same thing. And I I didn't want to believe it when I seen the pictures of Chadwick. I knew he was getting a little bit smaller, and I said, something's wrong, but I didn't know what it was. And then it hit me. My friend was going through the same thing when he had colon cancer. He was getting smaller and smaller and smaller to like almost where you can see like his you can see his bones mm. so it it kind of hit me on both ends and it was just real sad um sorry um so yeah it it was just it hit really close to home and it was just it's just sad for him to go because he's built a legacy and that will that will stand now for a, for a long long time his longevity even though he has passed, has ne- it will stand. Like there's nothing anybody could say about his work that could disparage anything. He he was he did what he he needed to do, and like Kenny said, his family kept quiet on it. He did it in silence, you know. And I don't, and I just I I feel bad because I pr- it probably was took a lot for him to go through this in silence and just with his family, you know, and not tell anybody that he had it. But you know. That's more power to him. That's a lot to go through. Yeah, one can only imagine. One can only imagine, man. And, uh, yeah, for some people, you know, if you have had someone that went through this, whether it be colon cancer or any type of cancer or any type of, like, debilitating disease, you know, um, or affliction, um, it it can – really bring up some some very vivid and powerful memories what about you i rock yeah man uh for, for me i don't how can i say it it impacted me in a in a very like in a in a very deep way like i think it impacted just about everyone else um not in the way where like it brought me to tears but it was like the the bullet to like the dead center of your chest. It was just a weight that was like I for some reason can't seem to get this off. Uh just remembering everything with with Black Panther and I saw the movie in theater about six times and three of those times I got to bring my nephew and my niece and seeing their face, you know, just light up seeing you know, Chala on screen and seeing a, a black king in this wonderful country of black, beautiful, intelligent people of all shapes, all sizes, of all you know, you know, various trades and, and traits and characteristics. It and like for him being the focal point of that and just how much it really shown that representation mattered, just because you know, my niece and nephew, they, they absorbed it, they soaked it in, and they were, like, really energetic and enthused about everything else after that. 
But I think what I think like many uh, hit the most was that it was he had this for four years, a battle in war that he did not, you know, take publicly. He came in, he did his thing, and throughout every step of the way, he has been a living legend on screen. He has walked and talked like a living legend, and now in his absence, rest in peace be the king, he is a legend. So throughout it all, he has made sure to, to leave a mark on history, in my opinion. And it just sucks that it was cut so short because imagine what he could have done before. And just, you know, all of, all my condolences to the family. I, I can only imagine. But, you know, rest in peace to the king, the legend himself, Chadwick Boseman. Randy. So, like, I was on, I was on a live stream with the band, um, and I saw it. And I was like, I had to walk away for a minute. Um, we finished up, and I stayed awake most of Friday night. Uh, Saturday, I just kind of moaned. I watched Black Panther, and I, I cried. And then Sunday, they showed it Sunday night, and I watched it again. Um, and the whole week. Just sort of the, the thing I found most interesting about him is most of the, the people that, you know, we have deemed our, 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 our legend, the people, the, the people that we really, you know, fan up for this, there's, everybody's got a little something that you're like, yeah, it was just wonderful, just extraordinarily wonderful. Um, and all right, Randy's stuck in a vortex of time and space again. <laughs> yeah, Randy, Randy's uh, got a little stuck. We'll, we'll come back to Randy in, in just a second. Um, the one thing I do want to share, and, and I, you know, um, echo all of the points that each and every one of you made but the one thing that struck me with his passing is that um you know believe it or not i was uh uh i was not old enough when george reeves who portrays superman back in the 50s um was found murdered in his home but my my i remember my 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 mother and my sisters telling me about how, you know, it was all over the newspapers about how, you know, oh my God, Superman is dead. He was the Superman for that generation, for, uh, for those generations. And the same thing was true when Christopher Reeves would pass away uh, a few years ago as well. And among many of the thoughts that came across my mind with the passing of Chadwick Boseman was that, you know, here we had a, for the first time, the personification of a black superhero on the movie screens in up in the bright lights who was championed not just by black people, but by all people. You could, you can go i remember uh, ever since then there have been tons of hollow halloweens where there have been 
children of all colors decked out as black boys and girls decked out as Black Panther. Because and throwing a whole fit if you don't let them wear it to school the next day. Exactly. You know, that was their superhero, you know? And I think that, of, you know, it's been a long time. As much as we champion Michael Keaton's Batman, as, as much as we champion Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, I honestly think that it has been since... Christopher Reeve that the world at large really felt one person's personification of a hero so strongly as it was with Chadwick Boseman and I think that is because probably to Isaiah's point because of the roles that he played leading up into to that role were so iconic playing Jackie Robinson and Jim Brown and Thurgood and, and also Marshall. those are real people and those right? Are, and, right so he didn't have as much room, not to jump on what you're saying, but he didn't have room to really expand on what those characters could be because all of that was mapped out and those people were so well known. His job was to embody that. Whereas with T'Challa, he had a chance to flex and it was like, you know, I, I feel like, go ahead, Len. I'm sorry. Jumped all on your, no, it's just on your plate there. I just thought it was really, powerful that he had this opportunity to just as you were you were saying to coming after those real world uh depictions to now create a character in and of himself that was still iconic that was still a character that you know for many people who knew of Black Panther were going in there with their own, you know, predispositions of how he should be. And he still embodied it all. Um, and for and for most of the world, he is the personification of Black Panther. Because most of the world, let's be honest, don't know Black Panther, the superhero outside of the name and maybe the picture. And he is the one that brought that to life and now will forever live on uh, as our superhero and i think that is just a testament to the man's um the way that he lived his life the way that the the way that he um practiced his craft on screen the the respect and deliberation and uh dedication that he brought to it um and i think that is why this is one that was felt so strongly and um, he he will be sincerely missed. Um, really, it it really really hurts. Uh, so rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman, age forty three years old. Wow. Uh, where uh, you were talking about watching Black Panther? I've seen Black Panther about eighty four times, and you know this actually made me sit down and watch Get On Up him as. James Brown. And yeah, is he way taller than James Brown? Sure. I didn't miss it. It didn't matter. It didn't matter to me. He was still he was still doing the damn thing. So I Yeah, I his it. his James Brown was like one of those it's it, there's like a category of actors playing real people where they're like not acting, they're being channeled like they're puppeting, being puppeted, they're like clearly possessed. Um Chadwick Boseman is James Brown. Uh, Val Kilmer as Jim Morrison. Um, who else was creepy? Carl Urban as well. Def- 
McCoy wasn't a real person, but no, he was. <laughs> <laughs> I forget, I forget. McCoy's not I'm a about person. to say, what the Carl Urban? I'm going to hear this one. Because <laughs> I was I like, she's either going to pull McCoy or Dread. Which one was real to her? That's what I wanted to know. <laughs> I forgot. I forget sometimes. Um, but there's a very small group of people that you know can hang their hat on that peg. Um, yeah, yeah. Where you forget so, that you're watching the actor, and it like that bell curve thing kicks in and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> right. What am I looking at? Yeah, most definitely. Um, George Kimona says that as great as Panther was, it's his words and deeds off the screen that will truly be missed. Uh, that is indeed true. And that was the thing. Melissa G real quick from, from overseas across the pond. Hey, Melissa says, uh, like Alicia said, he is black excellence on and off screen and will be missed and why it hurts so much. Uh, go ahead, um, Randy. That was the thing that, like, if you listen to some of his speeches and stuff like that, all of that stuff and then all the speeches that he made as the child, like, it was just like that guy, like that entity was making all of the, was saying all of that stuff and it didn't seem like, it, it felt like none of that stuff was written for T'Challa. It felt like Chadwick was saying all these things. You know what I mean? If you like, if you listen to his speeches and that stuff, it all felt very just real to him. True. Uh, action figure expert is um, Kennedy. You're going down people who embodied the roles that they portrayed. He puts up Jimmy Fox as Ray Charles. I'm sure he meant Jamie Fox as, right. as Ray Charles. Um, that was going to be on my list too, but the reason why that was kind of is because Ray Charles was still alive when Jamie Foxx did that. So he was like coached. He was one of the few people that had the opportunity to like work with the person that he was playing and be coached by them. I think Ray passed away shortly afterwards, if I remember correctly. Yes. yes. Um, but he was on set and Jamie could ask him you know, random questions or just kind of look at him and watch the man move, you know. That was the only reason why I didn't make the cut. No, I feel you. I feel you. Um, uh, Xenocore asked a question. I, I believe this is more, it's a statement, but more of a question. Saying they better not cancel Black Panther 2. Recast it. T'Challa's mission must continue. As much as we love Chadwick's work, it can be larger than one man. I don't, I don't I mean, know if if they really have I don't think and rightfully so they haven't given any type of indication of which way they want to go with right. Black Panther 2 and, and for real for real it's not like anything happened to Shuri right you know, that would that would be canon yeah, as well yeah. I and, agree with that and if you if you really kind of want to fold it in and tug at everybody's heartstrings at the same time you open with a funeral scene and her getting the Oh, but oh, but that jerkwad Killmonger burn all the flowers. That prick. Oh my God! Every time I think about that movie, I want to jab him. But no, guaranteed but, but, but I'm they, guaranteed there's a flower somewhere. somewhere. There's a flower somewhere. There's some new yeah. flowers somewhere. I hope somewhere. so. I hope yeah, so. Because because um, Nakia stole the last one, and that's what brought T'Challa out of his coma off ice, mm-hmm, right? right? But mm-hmm, homeboy right. made sure not only did he grip that auntie up, but he burnt the whole crop. But you also got. But you got to remember that we are in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We are in a universe that is post-snap. 
So yeah, the right. world has oh. kind of been like reshaped a little bit as well. Yeah. Okay, that's right. I, I didn't pay any attention. Okay, so then yeah, they, let's get out. When, they, out. when they stepped out of Wakanda, they were like, yo, we here, Cap. We about to wreck this up. Yo. I think Black Panther 2 can still happen and they can do it oh, well yeah. by paying homage to T'Challa or rather pay homage to Chadwick through T'Challa mm-hmm. and then bring Leticia Wright on as Shorty and just wreck stuff. Yeah, I, I th- if honestly, I think that is probably the way to go for them. I think that would yeah. be certainly Fun. the way that um, would the fans would rally behind the most as opposed to any type of recasting or trying in some type of way to uh, re, you know, uh, reshape things and bring Michael B. Jordan back, Killmonger back or something like that. Uh, I think going the way of Shuri, I think the only other thing that the fans might accept outside of Shuri is if they decide for whatever reason to give it to Lapita. Um, and I think that's the only other thing that people might rally behind. I think Shuri is definitely the way to go. And, and it's, it's still kind of like, like you mentioned, kind of like canon to something that has happened in the books as well. But I think if they gave it to Lapita and kept Shuri as like that voice in her ear, then people are like, all right, well, if y'all, if y'all going to do something, then we will see what y'all will give y'all a pass. Yeah, but Nakia would never do it. Yeah, she, she wanted the villain it. anyway. She... Interestingly enough. Uh, uh, yeah, Nakia wanted a, a villain called Malice. What? Uh, Spoiler alert! I mean, an old story. Yeah, it's in the comics. Um, so, like, <laughs> okay, okay, not of all of us are like, you know, steeped in the comic lore. So. But it's an old story. Hey, hey I ain't know. I see, I ain't now, know. If, if they wanted to really flip it, you want to really flip it? They give it to Angela? Not not only do you, do you uh, yeah, yes. Not only do you uh, you make it Shuri, but you introduce Casper Cole. Hmm. None of you know what that means. Uh, Casper Cole was a dude that T'Challa was training um, in in the states. Okay. For uh, I think his dad was. I just read this uh, relatively recently. He, 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 yeah, he was a pimp. He wound up training him for a while and he was using some of his gear. Mm, um, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was pretty good stuff. Christopher Freeze wrote all of it. Uh, so it was awesome. But I, you, you almost have to go with Shuri. Like anything else would be way too much of a stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, and and can, you, can you imagine being that guy auditioning for T'Challa? <laughs> like, who? And, and that's oh. and that's if your agent does you the good grace of letting you know that's who you're reading this cold read for. Yeah. Could you imagine coming in on a cold read for and just being like, "Hi, I'm Kennedy Allen. I'm reading for." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I gotta go. I'm reading. Oh. I'm reading. I'm reading. <sighs> okay, here we go. Um. Y'all just wasn't gonna tell me. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, I'll okay, go, go put the papers down. Just put the script down. Just walk out. All right, all right. No, 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 no. Because I need this job. Hold on, let me do it. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Uh, 
See, I can't even. Are you sure you want me to do this? Like, I don't even know. This doesn't even feel right. You just read the, just read it. You just want me to read it. I'ma just, I'ma just read it. I'ma read it. Yo, I can't read this, y'all. Okay, thank you, this. thank you. Next, <laughs> next. Yep. The, next comes, the next, the next person comes in. Hi, hi, hi. I'm Len Webb. I'm reading for. And they just sitting there like this, like. <laughs> this. To chop. Go make it. Oh God! <laughs> Let's go ahead and go with Shuri. Um, and we're done. Thank you for coming. Appreciate you coming. <laughs> I mean, I still want to be in the film. Can I? I've been like an old caretaker or something. I just, I can, just can you can be one of the extras in the back. Can I? Can I read for Captain America, please? Thank you. I, I, I'd, rather, I'd rather do Captain America. Right. Uh, <laughs> Gene Patterson says, I don't know if there's enough room to recast him so soon. Go with Shuri, a coming-of-age story with her using her tech instead of the flower. Now, that's an interesting, that would be an interesting way to go. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I like that. Keep going. There's some gems in these comments. Oh, true. I, there's some gems. Can I read them? I'm going to read them. Corey Floyd says, uh, listen, let's keep it a bean. Black leads and good films is so hard. A lot of brothers already lined up on the bench waiting to get in. That's true. But who lining up after him for T'Challa? Nah, nah, Ain't nobody. Nah. <laughs> nobody. Well, um, who's worthy of the crown? In their defense, right. in their defense, the movie is not set to come out till 2022, which means mm-hmm. that it's probably not going to film until sometime in the middle of 2021. Right. And Namor might be a problem, so I'm just saying. Len. Namor still yeah. get hands by sure. No, 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 no. Len. Are you reading for T'Challa? If that script comes out. <laughs> <laughs> it can be. He's like, yes. Yes, I am. I, hold on. Let the, let, hold up now. Let the bat speak. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Chew that gum. Think Listen. About it. Listen. I'm going to tell you what every black actor will tell you. That script crosses my table, and it's and if it crosses my table today, I'm saying no. Like, nah, it's too soon. It's too soon. You talking about next June, July? That script crossed my table. I'm picking it up, and I, I'm going in that room. He said to Chalalo. Yep, I'm going in that room. I'm going. I'm going in that room. Yes. All right. I wish y'all luck there, my brother. Yeah, really. No, oh, don't, don't. One more. One more. It's also important to note. It's we're not even done with 2020 yet. We may not even be here next year. So oh, yo, don't remind us. Be, the dinosaurs might come back. Right. Um, you know, murder hornets with with flamethrowers. Who knows? Some, some lady saw a cloud shaped like a board cube in Florida. So <laughs> yeah, I saw that exactly. It's, like it's, it's, it's a wrap. I'm not That's... putting my bets on nothing. Lance Graham offers yeah. up an interesting thought. If they go with Shuri, there will be no Black Panther plus and Storm story. You don't know that. First Which of all, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with. Right, I am okay with that. I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. I. Uh, Primarily, not because I have any hate for T'Challa and Aurora, but I feel like it was just kind of shoehorned in there, and I, I feel like they both deserve better than that. But who's to say that there couldn't be a Black Panther and Storm story? That's true. If that? Even if it's Shorty, they'll be lit. Yes. Oh my god, the, the red, the red people are going to be so pissed. That would Those be conservatives. They're going to be. <laughs> I actually think. That, see. If it was Shuri as Black Panther, yeah, I might sign up for Shuri 
at yeah. Shuri Black Panther and That's Storm as a way to introduce her into the MCU. I might sign up for that. That'd be cool. That I'd be interested in. Uh, Corey Floyd asked a question. I'm still confused about Wakanda in Endgame, Marvel's Endgame. Was M'Baku the leader of the land for those five years or what? Yeah. Oh, for uh, the five years that T'Challa was uh, born. He's, he's a leader of a whole bunch of land over here. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Okay, okay. Was the, was all right, let's just... Or no, was he, was he saved? No, he was still alive. He was still alive was? at the end. Yeah, I think... Okay. Yeah. Uh, 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 Infinity War, I think he was still alive. No, he was he still alive. I thought he came through the portal with everyone he else. Did. That... He did. He right. did. Well, no, yeah. They all came through the portal because they, uh, I would imagine they were all just coming through the portal. But I think he was alive. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember him just looking around at everybody like, what, what, what's happening? Like, him, he was still alive. Okoye was still alive. Wait. Did they watch each other fade? McCoy was alive because she saw yeah. Black Panther face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. yeah. So, so they probably because remember oh, yeah. Okoye was working with the Avengers anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Because remember she was like, "There's water. We're getting these earthquakes underwater." She's earthquake. like, "What's that yeah. got to do with yeah. anything?" Yep. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, she yeah. was. She oh, was the name more hint. So um, it was it was probably Okoye who was left in charge. Yeah. <laughs> Action figure expert got it. He got to get up on his on his spelling. Like, we have spelled some of these characters' names right. Uh, do not forget Sherry, Sherry that's Shuri, did Bro, not get snapped out of existence. Sherry. So for all we know, she could have uh, taken up them Black Panther mantle during the, during the five years. I thought she was snapped out. No, she wasn't. She was? She was. She was, yeah, because she was. They, they put out posters of everybody that had been snapped that's out. Right, yes, right. Because she, she, sure did. yeah. she didn't know. She was like, I didn't even know I was going. Like, eh? <laughs> <laughs> happened. <laughs> she found out when she saw her poster and was like, excuse me? I, right. Because oh, you were like, you were surprised, like, who got snapped? They're like, really? They all got snapped out? Okay. Corey Floyd points out that Wakanda apparently is a patriarchal society, which would be, again, a nice story beat for Shuri to be fighting up against. As Black Panther, I mean, we're writing the movie right now, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, yeah. Is it patriarchal? Well, because they, it, it passed down the from. Part only had kings. Yeah, it was but, only but, kings. But there was there was a couple queens in the in the in the savannah scenes. Where yeah, there was a couple women like there. Queens, yeah, like there was a couple women. But because I, I remember, I remember, I remember being like, "Oh, ain't no women," and then I saw a couple women, and I was like, "Okay, we out here too." <laughs> All right. I, see, I don't. I ain't, I didn't see that. So wait a minute. Wait, which scene are you talking about? It was the one before he woke up from his coma, and a couple of them were like, like becoming people again from Panthers to kind of welcome right. them in. Right. Oh, in the they mail? were. They were like. They were in the back. Back. Like you definitely had to look for them. I. I play the game. I play my. I play the look for my. My demographic game in movies. So I'm constantly looking for black people. I'm constantly looking for women. Um. You know that kind of stuff. So in a scene where there's mostly men like that, I'm looking for women. They were all way in the back. I saw a couple crowns back there, some juries. Okay, all right. Okay, I think I think they were on the ancestral plane, but I before Shuri, I do not remember. I have to double check to see if there there had been any women Black Panthers. I you mean, in the in the as far as the in the, books, in the yeah in, yeah as far as the book. Yeah. Okay, all right. Do not remember it. Well, then that. Yes, I mean, Robert Monroe is also co-signing, saying that when Chichala saw the ancestors, there were women there. So, oh, all right then, yeah, 
it's it's also possible that his um uh, his mom just kind of took over because she was the queen mother at the time anyway. So it is possible. It is possible. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's Angela so it would have worked out just fine. Would have been good. So rest in peace, rest in power, Chadwick Bozeman. Uh, I asked a, a question to you, Tribbles, um, before we started the show in our group chat. Mm-hmm. If you knew what Black Panther and Scooby Doo have in common, not a clue. Um, other than losing someone really important to them this weekend uh that's right uh, just as the voice of black panther has been silenced on the screen the co-creator of scooby-doo animator joe ruby also passed away um this past week uh he passed away at the age of 87 years old he along with his friend his partner producing partner Ken Spears created Scooby-Doo Where Are You for Hanna-Barbera in 1969. That is when that show premiered on Saturday morning uh, and it was such a success that the producer of, I believe, ABC, which is where the show premiered, um, bankrolled them to create Ruby Spears animation, their animation house that would go on to create a ton of our, our favorite um, animated shows such as um, Plastic Man, Mr. T, Thundar the Barbarian, and the much beloved Alvin and the Chipmunks cartoon from the uh, 80s and, and 90s. So, um, Kennedy, why are you smiling so uh, about the passing of one Joe Ruby, classic That's animator and producer? Not while I'm smiling. Wow. Way to try to spin that. That's terrible. Be your own tribbles. I'm talking about some of the shows that apparently this person has done that I. Yeah, that like. Mr. Did not that like. So nuts, man. Like, what? <laughs> just Mr. T hanging out with a bunch of gymnasts. Right. It was like, like the weirdest me. thing ever. Like, what are you doing? So bizarre. It was just the weirdest, weirdest show. I I, I want to know how the ideas for a lot of these 80s cartoons came up. It was like, this thing is popular, and so... We're going to make a cartoon about it, him, her, them, and go. Like, here's some money. Go make this thing. Like, a, what? You were in the room, Randy. That is literally how these things happened. Yeah. Whatever was popular, they said, okay, can we make a cartoon show about it that maybe doesn't go against whatever their quote-unquote brand was. Mr. T, you know, is for the kids, you know, so that's why he hung out with gymnasts backflipping his way through through adventures to solve crime and save little kids from abusive parents and um, and, and, and oversexed uh, football coaches. That's, that's... You forgot about the cocaine. There was a lot of cocaine in those rooms. Probably. And somebody decided they were going to make 
Rubik's the Amazing Cube into oh, a cartoon. Yes. And no. yeah, there's no way you can tell me any of that happened without cocaine. None. None no. of it. None of it. None of it. Please don't bring that show up. I mean, all of those cartoons back then were for merchandising purposes anyhow. So what were we really expecting? I just, <clears throat> of course, I don't want to hear about anybody passing away. It's terrible, right? But I freaking hate Scooby-Doo with a burning patch. Dang, that's my childhood. Right. No, I hate I hate it. I, I was never I never had an opinion until my sister Devin was born and Scooby Doo was the only thing that Devin would sit still for. Like the only thing. And when I tell you Devin was a child that ran before she could walk, I'm not exaggerating, okay? <laughs> Homegirl would sit still for Scooby Doo and Cartoon Network had like five shows. Yeah. And you know, their network. It was the Jetsons, Flintstones. C Lab, oh, <laughs> Josie God. the Pussycats, and, and Scooby Freaking Doo. And all she would sit still, they would put like a five hour block of Scooby Doo, and we would just slide her bowls of cereal to keep her <laughs> Yo, <laughs> sustained. But you could do that because you heard Isaiah, the youngest person on our show. And what did he just say? Scooby Doo was his childhood. He was he was all of our childhoods. He started in 1969. Yes, he was my childhood. I was two years old when he when he started. I mean, he was everybody's childhood, man. There's been a I, I didn't I didn't even find out about Scooby Doo like that until we got cable. And by that point I was 12, 13, so I didn't I wasn't I missed it. Sorry guys. I mean, I'd be watching Scooby Doo just on the if it's on Cartoon Network, I'm gonna watch right. it. They got so many iterations. Of not it. on Cartoon Network. <laughs> I mean, okay. Well, that's, true. Is that's, true. Up. that's true. That's true. I mean, he he's he's had like about. I th- I think they've said that Scooby Doo has had more spinoffs than any other television program of all time. Yeah. Like there's. Th- Sorry. Because it was it was Scooby Doo. Where are you? The Scooby Doo uh, Mysteries. The Scooby Doo yeah. Mysteries, the ones with the team up where they were animating real people into the shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the don't, mysteries. Don't forget the Vincent one, Price one. The, the one the with Vincent Don Knotts. I, I was like, what the f am I looking at? Ah. Um, <laughs> then there ah. was the new adventures of Scooby Doo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then there was what they did for the 90s. Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo. Oh, pup named Scooby Doo. Yeah, you know. Yeah. A pup named Scooby Doo. A pup yes. named Scooby Doo. And you. And you're not even counting Scooby-Doo. the Scooby Doo, <laughs> the Scooby Doo and Dynamite Hour, where he was. Right. Oh wow! Scooby and Scrappy. Oh no. Um. Uh, what was Scrappy what was his cousin's name? What was his cousin? It had the one with his cousin too. Scruffy. Uh, he, like he had Scooby no, he... Dumb. Yep. He had oh. Scooby D. Wow. That was the that was the girl cousin. Yeah. Someone um, need to someone need to check this bloodline of Great Danes because they ain't coming out right. <laughs> they can talk and stuff, which is cool, but they a little thrown off. And I, I wonder if I mean someone needs to check a sire or something. Listen to this. Yeah. It was the Scooby Doo. Where are you? The new yeah. Scooby Doo movies, which were basically the Scooby Doo mysteries. Right. Then Yo, there was the Scooby. How many with the Harlem Trotters though? It, <laughs> then oh, there was the Scooby. Wait a minute. Then there was the Scooby Doo show. Then there was Scooby's All-Star Laugh Olympics, yes. Scooby-Doo and oh Scrappy-Doo, the new Scooby and Scrappy-Doo show, the 13 yeah. Ghost of Scooby-Doo, mm-hmm. a Don't pup named Scooby-Doo, What's New Scooby-Doo, 
Shaggy and Scooby-Doo get a clue. Uh, Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. Be cool, Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo and guess who? And that's not even getting into the movies. Uh, don't forget, uh, Scooby-Doo SVU, Scooby-Doo in Miami, Scooby-Doo right. and Scooby-Doo Nights. <laughs> Scooby-Doo Yo, Los Scooby-Doo yeah, Nights. Watch the Scooby-Doo Nights. I would be down for a Scooby-Doo Nights. When we finally say, yeah. Scooby-Doo Voyager. Scooby-Doo <laughs> I would watch Scooby-Doo Enterprise Deep Space only lasted like two seasons. Scooby-Doo yeah. the next generation. Scooby-Doo right. yeah. Deep Space Nine. I, I'd watch, watch that. that. <laughs> I, I'd watch that. I can see that now. Zoinks, Captain. We have Klingons <laughs> on our show. <laughs> Mr. Do, how many times must I tell you to keep your Scooby Snacks out of the replicator? (laughs) (laughs) Captain, I appreciate you wanting to incorporate different people, but this dog, as you Earthers called, is get up. That's that's my Kira impression. Can't see the ink. (laughs) Every time I do like this, her earring be like. I want to see Kira get into a fight where she take that earring off, cause homegirl was swinging with that earring on. But you know she take the religious piece off. You about to die, son. I hope you use a Klingon, cause it's over for you. <laughs> Say what's up to Stone Court. George Cremona says the Scoobies were escape military experiments in animal warfare. <gasps> is he for real? Is that is that canon? No, that's not canon. I'm going to totally rewatch the entire Scooby Doo canon. Like, like, <laughs> Where was the episode? Have you been search for it? Like, oh, makes sense now! And the I Master Triple Master Triple said that Scooby Doo got the best agent in the business. Well, yeah, that is right. Really true. Yeah, you do. He got the same agent as Keanu Reeves. Wow. Nah, wow. Scooby got more gigs. Nope. Right. Scooby That's got true. more gigs. Right. Scooby been around longer than Keanu. He's done, he's, he's done what, how many times already? 10? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. Like, okay, that, sounds like, that sounds like the same method of operandi to me. Sound like whoever's representing them knows what they do it. Hey, he making are that you big a, bucks. Are you a one-trick pony? <laughs> Let me get you some gigs. Look, if Mr. A couldn't make it and Scooby made it, you know something's wrong. That's because the horses union reared up. <laughs> it Here's, reared up. I see what you did there. <laughs> Here's the thing. Robert Moreau points out that <gasps> when they created Scooby-Doo, it was because people thought that the shows like Space Ghost uh, and the Herculoids were too violent. And that's true because the superhero shows of the 60s, um, people were... It, it, all of a sudden the parents started it's like, oh my God, there's all this fighting in, in, these, in these shows. So... But then, so their answer to it is to create this show with this junkie. baked junkie <laughs> who talks. It's not fair to call Shaggy a junkie, though. He's definitely a stoner. Yeah, he's definitely yeah. a stoner. He's definitely baked okay. all the time. All right, this, this baked stoner I mean, who talks to does. his dog and they who, see in ghosts. His defense, talks back. In his defense, talks the dog back. talks back. It'd be different if Scooby just didn't say anything. Oh, the best! Do you remember, Len, that episode of the Venture Brothers? It was like first season, maybe beginning of the second, where a, a gang 
that looks an awfully like oh. lot like Scooby, Daphne, Velma, and Shaggy roll up to the venture compound, and they all look raggedy. So we all remember those teenagers being cute, and teenagers and and like you know happy go lucky. No, son, these kids been through it. They've been through it. They look like it. Yes. And yes. Shaggy is in the back of the van. He's all freaked out because he's Jones in one. Two, he's clearly some type of war vet because of of dog tags. And Freddie has clearly taken the van. Like, Freddie has commandeered and hijacked the van. I don't think Daphne was in it, but Velma definitely was. Homegirl was, like, in combat boots and the whole schmear. I did not want to be in the Mm -hmm. dark place with Velma alone. And Scooby starts talking to Shaggy. He's like, the Dark Master will come for us when sundown yes, hits yes, yes, and, and Scooby, Shaggy's like, no one else hears him, man! <laughs> you can't tell me! No one else hears this dog, man! And Freddy's like, shut up, Shaggy! Maybe you need to clean yourself up. Get yourself together. You're seeing things. I do, I do and remember Scooby's that. like, tell me again. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Now that's a Scooby Doo I would watch. Oh, Give me that, I'll watch it. Supernatural uh, Co- Scooby Doo. Co- Corey Floyd says Scooby Doo the series that teaches kids that the real enemy is fraud. Um, True. And someone no asked, "Is anybody aware of the Scooby Doo and Supernatural crossover?" I have seen it, but I know I've it. Which I just looked up is from season thirteen yeah, of Supernatural, yeah, episode sixteen, called Scooby Natural. Sam, Dean, and Castillo are transported into the animated world of Scooby-Doo where they join forces with the gang to solve a ghostly mystery. Send it back. I've never seen an episode of Supernatural, but I love the fact that like, around season 10, they were like, you know what? Let's just do whatever the heck we want to do. Right. And it was completely absurd and they were but they were just having such a good time with it and then they were like uh scooby doo episode sure why not uh what else you want to do i don't know we'll figure it out like all right sure why not let's keep doing i keep it going i'm super natural we're going another 20 years i don't care randy's gonna appear in an episode of scooby-doo because his phone is taking him back in time (laughs) i would love that Please, yeah. please. I mean, it's it's kind of happening right now. You can't tell because you're caught in the time cortex. You're actually in the loop. <laughs> yeah, because you're frozen here, and I don't even know if you can hear me across the echoes of time. And so he can. actually, dang it, I can't say that. I don't know. See, see, there it is. There's the there's the spatial distortion coming in. I have to hold that. Someone, back someone, of, someone really needs to look at that communications array. <laughs> Oh, um, uh, Dante actually just yes. uh, gave me right. a, a nice little segue. Dante, you know, catching up with, with all the Tribbles, ladies and gentlemen, because we're just chilling, hanging out with the Tribbles. Dante actually has gone to the theaters. He's returned to the movie theaters. He, him and three other people in Philadelphia went to the movies. Um, and... <laughs> Oh, someone got you in the comments, dog. Someone said Len's favorite Scooby-Doo episode is when Batman showed up. Oh. <laughs> that was almost every episode. First of all, first of all, when I was a child, because this was in my youth. Uh, yes. A hundred percent. When Batman and Robin, because Robin was there, showed up 
on that adventure of Scooby-Doo, yes, a little Len smiled very hard and got an extra big bowl of cereal and said, this is the best Saturday ever. Yes, I sat and I watched it and I watched Adam West voice Batman on Scooby-Doo. I think Casey Kasem was actually Robin on there. And it was was also Shaggy. Yeah. And that's why they just got Casey Casey Kasem do Robin, um, which then led to Casey Kasem doing Robin on the Super Friends. Um, but yeah, I liked it, and it was a fun episode. And even though those the Scooby Doo movies were about him meeting up with real life people like Harlem Globetrotters and Don Knotts and Phyllis Diller, but when he met up with Batman and Robin, I said, "Sure, that could work. They're real." I don't care what anybody says. They're real to me. That's okay. I, I still like the episode of Big Mama Cass on there. Funky Fritter Batter Bitter. Cannot beat that. Wow. What? I don't even remember that, that one. Funky Fritter Batter Funky Fritter Batter Bitter. That was the name of like the little Funky the, Fritter Batter Bitter. The, the, the gooey fritter? candy that they made. Yes. Funky mm. Fritter Batter Bitter. Some I don't, people don't like the word. Some people don't like the word moist. I don't like the word gooey. Really? Gooey. Gooey? What's wrong with gooey? <laughs> I'm just gooey. I mean, I don't understand the problem with I mean, I guess people have a problem with the word moist, but that doesn't don't bother me. I know a lot of people that don't like the word moist. Lots of people <laughs> that are like, nope, nope. Who doesn't like the word moist? Dude, I used to work with a girl that didn't like the word moist. She didn't like clever. What? She didn't like slacks for some reason. Wow. That's so. So one day it rained. One day it rained, and somebody was like, "It was really clever of you to show up to work in those moist slacks." And she (laughs) fell down. She was like, "Oh God!" (laughs) It was amazing. Uh, Moist, gooey. Dante, you returned to the movie theaters this week. Um, You saw two movies that were released in theaters. But first, before we get into the movies that you saw, you saw. uh, Before we get into them. What was your experience like just going back to the movie theaters? Uh, well, I bought my tickets online, so I, mean, I wanted to make sure that every, I was spaced out from everybody else. Um, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't a lot of people there. I want to say... You think? Yeah. <laughs> there shouldn't be. It, it was. It, I mean, there was still, like, when you looked online to see how many seats were still available, there were a lot of seats still available. Okay. But um, I know the one that's like, a little bit further from me near Christiana Mall it had a section that was blocked off that you could not get seats in. Okay, okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, everybody was spaced out. It wasn't that many people. I want to say maybe like 10 to 12 people in the theater. Mm, mm. Uh, And that was just Saturday. And then Tuesday, when I went to go see Tenet, uh, it still wasn't like... You would would thought it was more people for an IMAX movie, but it still wasn't a lot of people in there. I want to say maybe about 10 people in there at, at that point. Probably less than that. Outside of the spatial distance, uh, social distancing mm-hmm. from one another, was the experience any different? Like, was there anything different as far as like buying your your uh, your food or anything like that? No, every, everybody was wearing gloves. Um, I didn't really buy any food, but I've seen the people who were getting food. That everybody, all the staff was wearing gloves. Everybody was hand, like taking their precautions with it. Um, everybody had their face masks on in the theater, unless they were eating. That's the only time they really took it off. But other than that. Everybody was kind of calm and cool and collective about it. Oh, yeah. I forgot, Dante, because we had this conversation, you and me, before, that when you go, you 
like going to the movies, but you particularly do not eat in the movie theaters. You do not eat when you go to the movies. Is that correct? That is correct. Very rarely. If I do get anything, it's a pretzel bites with cheese. But for the most part, you don't get anything. Why? Oh, here we go. It's expensive. I already paid. When you pay for two tickets to go to movie theater, it's already 30 some odd dollars right there. I'm not, I don't need to get food. I'll eat or I'll bring in my own food. If I was about I need to say, to. you need to go, you need to find an auntie to go to Shoot. movies with. Now, I don't need no auntie. I got, my, I, I got my own pockets that I can pull out my food up in. I go to Wawa, stuff some pretzels in my pocket. You go where? Wawa. Oh, that's not what he said. He said Wawa. No. I'd be like, fraud! Fraud, he's an alien! He's a clone! Um, I did go see New Mutants on Saturday. Okay. That was that was good. Um, didn't, was, didn't that movie come out like, like five years ago? You said that. What's that? It it did. My heart didn't hurt. The thing is, a lot when I read that, like after I watched the movie, I read the reviews. People left. They were like, "This movie is boring. It it doesn't really do anything." Is I don't know why they came out with why we waited this long for this movie. But the thing is, if you don't read the comics, you're not going to understand where this story comes from, and it's a it's a hard story to tell okay. without it having you know having to build a backstory on the characters. They don't give so you any I, backstory on the characters. They do. They give you backstory on the characters, but if you're really not familiar, these are like you're talking about Colossus' sister. You're talking about Cannonball, uh, Sunspot characters. People probably wouldn't even know that are mutants. It's not like your regular X-Men, like, you know, Wolverine, Cyclops, Storm, all of them. You're talking about X-Force characters. You're talking about new characters that were introduced after uh, Uncanny X-Men and the regular X-Men were introduced. So a lot of people are not going to think about, like, those characters at all and probably are not familiar with them. So they do a a decent job of kind of telling you who they are and what their abilities are. Uh, It was a decent movie. Uh, and then I went to see Tenant on Tuesday, and I enjoyed the movie. I, the sound, unless it was just me, and I've heard mixed mixed things, but the mixing, the audio mixing, was very off for me. Uh, Tenant is a like, Christopher Nolan film starring uh, John David Washington, right? Who acts just like his daddy. He I, is that is John, that is Denzel Washington's son all the way. <laughs> okay, that's that, there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, I'm not saying. No, I'm not saying it's it's, it's a good thing because you get like when he starts like starts acting and talking, you can hear Denzel like it's almost like you're if you close your eyes, you're like that sound like Denzel. No, it's him. It's John. All right. And he has that Denzel walk too. He has his daddy's walk as well. Yeah, yeah, yes. But 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 now, how was the film? First of all, how long was Tenet? I heard it's kind of long. Um. It started at seven. So we got out of there around, I think, like ten o'clock. Yeah, around ten o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Because Christopher no- Christopher Nolan never met an yeah. editor that he wanted to hire. So gentlemen, this just ends. Shots fired over Philadelphia. Oh, oh, anyone, uh, anyone with the names Christopher and or Nolan needs to remain indoors. Yeah. Shelter in place. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, Batarang you know coming from random places. You should probably but stay in the house. Whoever the audio oh, mixer was on that. Spent, every 10 minutes it gets shorter. My God. Every, it, every minute you're talking about this is too long. Everything is too long for you. And yet you love The Godfather, which is like 4,000 years long. Wow, yeah, that is long. No attention span, dude. My God. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tenet was weird. I seen it in IMAX. But the, <laughs> the audio was kind of like, it was weird. I don't know. And I don't know if, like I said, if it was just for me and IMAX, but I've heard people say it in different areas and like other people who've seen it someone said isn't there always shots fired in philadelphia hey watch your mouth watch your mouth i'll i'll beat you oh i swear to god don't you ever speak truth There's about a whole my bunch city. Of streets right outside you can see me in don't you ever talk about my house like that son i'm the only one that could i'm the one who could talk trash about philly dog don't worry about these shots that is fired these are different kinds of shots if you was from philly you'd know the different types of bullets you're listening to WPPM LP Philadelphia Black Tribbles we're chilling with the Tribbles ladies and gentlemen having a good time Dante is talking about Tenet seeing Tenet in in, uh, uh, in theaters it was a weird movie bad audio mix John David Washington acts and walks just like his daddy that's just basically that's what it is it's like watching the clone of Denzel Washington with a beard like okay and this just then, Tenant is longer than The Godfather. No oh God. Oh. But it didn't feel like it. It didn't feel like it was two hours and 30 minutes. Is it, is it, it, it doesn't strike me as an action-packed movie. It starts off action-packed. Like, when it starts off, it's throwing you right into the action. Okay. But, but it, the, the, the it problem sounds was, like they, they let up. Yeah. The problem was you couldn't hear half of the dialogue. <laughs> You know, when it starts off, there's action, and then there's yeah. the credits, and then yeah, there it, <laughs> it starts off. It, no, it actually starts off like pretty action packed. But the hard, the problem was you can't hardly hear the dialogue because the music's overtaking the audio. So mm-hmm. whoever was mixing stuff, you're like, what do you say? I don't understand what he said. Who? Now what? Now what? 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 Like, you, Somebody asked a question. Can you give in thirty seconds, Dante? Thirty seconds, and I'm and I'm gonna time you, Isaiah. Time him. You got thirty seconds. What is Tenet about? It's a different take on going back in time. That's the best way I can explain it without spoiling it. That's that's it. That's it. A lot. That's it. Time travel movie, eh? Never seen one of those before. It's a different take on it, though. Black guy? I mean, that's rare to me. It, I mean, that's because when is it ever safe for us to go back inside? Ding, ding, ding. Uh, oh, so there's like, yeah. you mean another time travel movie with yeah. a legit other Washington? <laughs> I think it was called Out of Time. Yeah. Was that time travel? Yeah, it was because remember he had to get in that box to go back in time to stop. I forget like to stop something, like stop himself or stop something from happening to relive time again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I seem I seem to remember that. Uh, Lance Graham asked, "I wonder if this audio part was part of the post production work affected by studios shut down by COVID." I yeah. I can't imagine that was would have been affected 
too adversely though because the audio is definitely something that could be worked on remotely you know what i mean well this i did ask that question and a friend of mine said on interstellar the home release it's like that as well he's like the audio it's like the music overlaps the audio so much that you can't hear it sometimes which i don't have interstellar to um you know a home release so i can't say for sure but Mm -hmm. but it's it's a good movie it's it's a good movie it's it's not that bad it's not a bad movie but, so, you know, let me ask you this. Movie. Do you feel like it was worth it going to watch it in the movie theaters? And risking your life! Yes, because I have my mask on. Okay, so but the, was the movie worth the experience? That's not good. Yes, it was. So it was, that, it was good enough. It was yes. good enough to risk your life to go see it in the theater. Yes, for me, yes. Okay. Did you, did, did you go by yourself? Ooh. No, I took my lady. Did she enjoy it? Yes, she did. Did she go because she wanted to see it, or did she go because she wanted to go with you? She's both. Okay. That's what I so, Sounds like you had her handcuffed. Okay, all right. <laughs> no, I didn't have her handcuffed, no, because she went to go see New Mutants, too. And she was like, oh, yeah. She's like, I'm going to see that, too. I'm like, hey, okay, cool. Oh, and that's She wasn't cool. familiar with Tenet. She was, she was kind of, she's like, what's Tenet about? I was like. Mm. Uh, I really don't know how to explain Tenet. Like before I seen the movie, I was like, I don't know how to explain it. I don't. I really don't because I don't even know what it's about. So I couldn't explain Tenet before going to see it. Man, that's cool. You mutants, every all the information was already out there, so it was easier to explain than, than Tenet. Well, that's cool. Well, I, I'm glad you en- enjoyed that. I actually, if of, of the two movies, the only one I really even have an inkling of an interest to see is New New Mutants, and I can wait. So. That one, yeah, I, I can definitely say uh, that is a wait. It to me, it wasn't. If they didn't have the contract in place for it not to be in theaters first before it hit VOD, then yeah, I, I would have definitely watched it on VOD. Yeah, but you know, it was going to be on VOD eventually, right? But the whole everybody was complaint was is like, why don't you just release this on Disney Plus or whatever you know streaming service? There was a contract in place that it had to be released before the whole Fox merger went through, that it had to be put in the theaters first before it can hit, like, streaming services. And who knows? And we didn't... At this point, we didn't know if it was still going to be, like, the August date for New Mutants, if it was going to come out that day, because how many dates had it had before, you know, it got pushed to the final date? Yeah, that's true. I think they made this movie in... um... 1998? Yeah, for real. For real. (laughs) Feels like it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, all right. So, New Mutants, just, Tenant in theaters. Go check it out if you dare. I, if you I dare. did not see Bill and Ted though. I forgot that was even in theaters, but I wait to. It's already on VOD, so I'll wait to watch it on there. Go ahead, Kennedy. You started to say something. I just think it's interesting that we've reached a point where, when someone references 1998, it's like, oh yeah, it was so long ago. Like, I know. I know. It's already 20 years old. I mean, I was single digit years old, so. Look, you're doing the math. It's, it's, it's 20, 1998 is 22 years ago. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. 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 That's crazy, right? You know what, I, I was sick. One of the great things about. Randy really yeah, needs to get that car. Randy, Randy is obviously still. Randy, Randy really <laughs> needs to to get out that TARDIS. 
Bionic Superman. All right. Randy, Randy, do where are you? Oh God! <laughs> so Robert Monroe has an interesting take. Black uh, time said- travelers will come back to 2020 with a list. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. What's the list, Kennedy? That no. <laughs> don't jog. Don't ride a bike. And make sure you don't have counterfeit money. Uh, yeah. And they're not wrong. Although I feel like any black time traveler could have given us a little bit more of a heads up. Yeah. They could have been like, hey, just so you know. Watch out for Cheetos. You'd be like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? Nah, if you if and, you really and then wanna... 2016 happens, we're like, oh, oh word, word, <laughs> word. Oh god. <laughs> now nah, I was gonna say, um, what was the one black uh, time traveler? See you yesterday. I think if anyone actually is looking to watch a black time traveler show or anything, check that out. Oh, wasn't that the movie with the um? So Netflix, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. The two kids. Yeah, hurt my heart Ugh, at the very end. I'm like, bro, no, not again. Yeah, see you yesterday is a it's a really good movie. Isn't that another black trauma film though at its core? At its core, yeah. At its core it is. Yeah. I wanna see a black time travel movie where it's a little girl <laughs> who's like eighty percent hair. Oh, George. <laughs> George Camona says Randy's internet needs a Scooby snack. <laughs> <laughs> Randy's internet is like I can't I can't do it Raggy there's too much stuff going on on my computer right now tell my story remember my story story. (laughs) come on Scoob you can make it Scoob Scoob man don't do that to me man Scooby Raggy the light rough <laughs> no, like the shag goes like no. <laughs> I want to oh, see a time man. travel movie where it's a a ten year old black girl whose helmet is made up of is is folded with like eighty percent hair, and she comes back through a portal. She takes her helmet off, and she's just all like excited Girl Scout on like a, a school trip. Like first time at the time museum, first time in the field. <gasps> wow. Just taking pictures of random things that don't exist in the future anymore, like plants or animals. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like taking random photos of people hugging because no one touches anybody anymore. And just like kind of following her around and seeing the stuff that she gets into. That'd be a heck of a comic book. Nobody steal it. I came up with it first. What Dante? Huh, nothing. So say anything. Dante over there, like it's already been done, but has it? Yeah, I forget. There's a movie that is like that where mm. somebody goes back in time. They're all fascinated with the past and stuff. But is it a little black girl whose helmet is full of eighty percent hair? No. Then it no, has not the same before. movie. Don't come for me and my little it's, time traveling niece. It's still the same premise, though. Oh, just, just stop that, dog. You can't go there. Why? I just, oh, I just, just wait, hold on. No, 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 no. You just risked your life to go see a movie that is literally done by the same dude's dad, bro. Don't talk to me about stuff that's already been done before. 
that's fine. I chose that life, and that's how I live it. I'm done. <laughs> you had Kennedy leave. You made Kennedy leave the show. Look what you did, Dante. I, I realized I can't get up because I don't have on pants. <laughs> and I don't want to. I don't want to moon the nation. Stranded by her own home comfortability. Oh my yeah. god. You know, I'll, I'll ask, I'll, I did forget. We did forget one more death. Norm Spencer, the voice of Cyclops from X Men. Yeah, Spencer, so Yeah. Oh, oh, that, yeah. the, the voice of Cyclops from the animated spec, uh, X-Men animated X-Men. series. Yeah. Is that his, is that his voiceover claim to fame? Yeah. Well that, and, um, uh, he always did the previously on X-Men. Mm-hmm. He did. Cyclops Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. So you're saying that his claim to fame. I is... think he did a bunch of other things, Len. Relax. Okay, but the before, first right. before you no before you get your other foot on that box. Because oh, whatever, because whatever land hits you with this, whatever oh. hits you with this, that's when you know one foot is going on the soapbox. So you gotta get them before it happens, Dante. I'm trying to teach you something here. Right. Otherwise, you will get roasted alive. I'm trying to help you. All right. So he did Babar the movie. He did additional voices on there. Rescue Heroes, Time Cop Cops, Cats and Dogs, Forever Night. Do South, Trilogy of Terror 2, Relic Hunter, Earth Con- Final Conflict, Cradles Alive, Crash and Burn, Majority Rules, The Latest Buzz, Television, Pittsburgh Pigs, X-Men Anime Series, The Busy World of Richard Scary, Spider-Man, he he also did Cyclops on that on that show, Ultra Force, which very probably anybody really remembers, Silver Surfer, he was Drax the Destroyer, Dumb Bunnies, Mythic Warriors, Guardians of the Legend, Rescue Heroes, Grossology, and Chili Beach, the Canadian President. Okay, so his, his you're right. His claim to fame. Wow. Hold on. Hold on. And he did video games with X Men Children of Adam, X Men versus Street Fighter, Marvel Superheroes versus Street Fighter, Marvel's Capcom 2, New Age of Heroes. Now, you cannot crap on that game. And before you try to, Kevin Conroy has played the bat in several different iterations and other things. Yeah. That is true. But we don't give him crap for being like only known as the voice of Batman. I don't know who this Norman person either is either. But all I'm, I'm going to say, I'm I'm fine that he that he made a living doing the voice of Cyclops. That's fine. I don't think much of Cyclops, but what do, what do I care? But if he if he made his his bones as the voice of Cyclops, that's great. But when asked for something else that he did, the first thing you went to he, was he also did the previously on X-Men. I mean, he got paid for two roles <laughs> in one show. Like, that's kind of dope. That's kind of dope. That's not dope. You don't get... A lot of them did. Okay, so let me explain this. As Cal told oh, us last Friday... Here we go. Here we go. They did... So anytime they needed extra voices... Yeah. They would ask them so they could get paid for extra because yeah. they would get paid yeah. like almost like time and a half right. for those extra voices. Right, right. That's why Mel Blank made a made a living being like basically talking to himself through most of the Warner Brothers cartoons that he was in. Right. But yes, Norm Norm Spencer passed away. So uh, rest in power, Norm Spencer, voice of Cyclops, the animated X Men series. And Marvel's Capcom too, and 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 in other media, he was One of the greatest video Cyclops. games out there. When you think of Cyclops, when you hear Cyclops in your head, ladies and gentlemen, you are hearing Norm Spencer, James Marsden. <laughs> Yo, no, I don't hear James Marsden. I can tell you that right now. What? 
what is that? What is Isaiah doing? Minding his business, feeding the demons in his closet. Obviously, you got to feed the demons in your closet, otherwise they threaten to eat your feet at night. See, this is how paranoid activity starts out. That's what I'm saying. That's what exactly what it looks like. Because I heard somebody. Footstep. I'm trying to let this cat out. It doesn't want to stay in or out. I'm sorry, y'all. My bad. That's why I oh, that's put the baby powder outside for the door. I told cat, I was like, yo, look at this. Cat, look, his footprints in the baby powder. Oh, she what? Paranormal. What, what are that? y'all talking about? Paranormal activity. Yo, <laughs> that's how that's. Cat, I don't know if it wants to stay in and out. You want to stay in or out, cat? What's good? You want to stay in? Look, all right. Sorry. Well, you could tell you're a new cat owner. Right. <laughs> Because you don't, you don't ask that question of a cat. You just open the door when it tries to leave and don't have a conversation I, with it. I did. It was clawing at it. I opened it. She looked at me. She was like, nah, I'm going to chill. I'm like, oh, all right. So let me go close the door. They're like, hey, look. Hey, look. Watch, she watch. just, wants, you open she the just door. wants attention. That's all. One second. Watch. I can make you open the door. See, I'll make you open the door. That was it. Yeah, your cat has obviously got you well-trained, Isaiah. Let's watch Isaiah on this audio media, ladies. Watch that door open up by itself. That's, what I was, that's, that's the part I'm waiting for that door open up by itself. That's yeah, I'm out. So Dante turns around. He's like, anyway, guys, Goku, 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 Goku. And the door goes, wham! And the screen goes black. And we never hear from Isaiah again. Well, I'm like, don't, uh, I'm off this call. I'll see y'all later. Click. Huh? What? <laughs> what the hell is Randy doing? What the? F- I don't know. You got games on your phone? <laughs> you got games on your phone? George Kimona said, I thought this was going to be some Lovecraft country. Didn't know what was happening here. Um, and someone repped, uh, it's not a recent death, but I just found out that the actress who played Bator uh, of Star Trek's Lursa and Bator was, has died. Yeah, uh, she are, passed. You familiar with this actress? Uh, um, I forget her name, but it was sad. To, she passed a couple months ago. I think it might have been pre-COVID. Okay. She's been she's been gone for. I think I think she might have passed away this year, mm. um, but not within the past. Not 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 during the Rona times. Okay. Okay. Um, Randy, I'll give Randy a couple of moments. In the world of sports, we lost, uh, and Kennedy might even be able to, to touch on a little bit of this. We lost two legendary figures last week. We lost legendary. Uh, Georgetown Hoya coach John Thompson John Thompson passed man. away and the man who many consider the the uh, greatest New York Mets Hall of Fame pitcher Tom Seaver Tom Seaver also passed away also uh, passed away John Thompson was the first coach that I really vibed with like when I was when I was a kid and really started getting into sports it was just something as I felt found interesting about him and then um, I was digging Patrick Ewing when he was at, at Georgetown. I just, regardless of how good they were as a, as a team and as a school, uh, John Thompson was just was just that dude. And then you know when Al Iverson showed up there, and then he came here. You got us. What the hell? <laughs> just like how you doing? The cat. Don't mind me. <laughs> John Thompson, uh, like Alan Iverson, really talked about how John Thompson saved his life because Alan got into the whole uh, this whole scrap his senior year and lost a bunch of his scholarships in football and basketball scholarships. And John Thompson was the only person that would still 
that was willing to take a chance on him. And he was like, yeah, without John Thompson, I probably would be dead. And, you know, there were just players after players after players that talked about him like that. Um, fantastic coach and a, and a hell of a guy. John Thompson will be missed. <laughs> I'm sitting here watching Isaiah's cat. cat just wiped his face with his tail. Don't mind me. Nothing happening here. That's cat for I love you. Mm-hmm. What, what's 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 your tabby's name there? Uh, her name is Zuka, based off uh, Zuko from Avatar: The Last Airbender. It is uh, Cat's cat, which by extension is my cat. She's a sweetheart. Uh, funny story though. So she recently has been a lot better. Uh, I say that because when. Ooh, a few weeks ago, she had like a bad habit of waking me up at 5 a.m. when no one uh, wants to be woken up. So one of the one of those days, I was like, "All right, cool. You want to eat? Say less." In one hand, I bribed her with food, and then in the other hand, I had a water squirt bottle, and I sprayed the ever. Got her, um, and she started to run away, and I felt bad because she like trapped herself. I was like, "Dang!" So now she doesn't wake me up at five a.m. anymore, and it's <laughs> punctual at seven. I'm like, "Yo, this is doable. We got this." Um, so yeah, but you know, me and her, we we still love each other. We cool. She likes to hang in my room and, and chill with me pretty much all day. But you know, just had to. And still some ground rules. 5 a.m. ain't it, Chief? <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just going to wipe my butt on your eyeballs, though. Don't mind me. Yeah, it's still a little spoiled brat. She, she she has a lot of good things going on in here, so it's all good. Kennedy, you look disgusted. I'm just, hey, tough love works sometimes. It's all right. There's tough love, and then there's abuse. <laughs> <laughs> and there's what? Abuse. She was just being a cat. That wasn't a, a, you know, I'm going to be a jerk cat. That's just how cats are. That's like, that's like dating somebody who has a child. And when the child comes in at the regularly scheduled time, you taking a, a, a foam noodle, nothing too heavy, but, <laughs> you know, Bad. no, 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 no. Because you didn't just say skeet. You said skeet, 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 skeet. So this you taking this noodle and bashing this child in the face for being themselves. You're a terrible step-parent. I am an awesome step-parent. Terrible. I'm awesome. Terrible. Um, I, I taught the cat some ground rules, so I will take it. I, I am terrible. awesome. <laughs> I am awesome. It's I, 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 think, I, think, I think it's cute that you think that she has not plotted revenge upon you and is waiting for the right time. George Cremona says it's called cat waterboarding. Yes. I mean, Isaiah, you literally did say you literally did say on this Tate recorded media that will be sent uh, found on the website of the People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. You actually did say she trapped herself. I felt sorry and then continued to squirt the water in her face. So not only have you bashed this child repeatedly in the face with their noodle, but once they're cowering and battered and traumatized in the corner, you said, oh, <laughs> bat, 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 
I, tough love. I promise tough you, love. I don't know Zuka from a can of paint. Mm-hmm. That cat is plotting. She is waiting mm-hmm. and biding her time. Oh, yes. She's mm-hmm. going to sit on your chest one morning and wait till 7 o'clock on the dot. And she's going to be like, hey, remember that time you sprayed me in the face with water? And you're going to be like, oh, oh, what? She's going to be like, skibbity, 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 paps! Skibbity, paps! Skibbity, 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 paps! That's very unlikely, but that's okay. Yo, yo, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. My very... Or she's going to find a mouse and leave it in your shoe. That's unlikely too, but that's cool. My very I know first, my, cat. my my very first cat. Because when I moved into my very first apartment, I got a I got a cat because I wanted a pet, and I, I didn't want to have a dog. I wanted a, a pet that could take care of himself. So I got I got a cat. Its name was um, Grayson, right? Of course. And he was a kitten, and I, it was my first cat. I never owned a cat, and and I said, you know what? They always say that cats can land on their feet. So I would sit, oh, sit in my apartment and I would pick Grayson up and throw him in the air to see if he would land on his feet. Now, Grayson always landed on his feet. And I Look, maybe I did it about three or four times. I mean, I'm, being, I'm being real. I, I, this was me being young, a dummy in my first apartment. Yeah. I woke up one Ooh. morning just like Kennedy said, Grayson was on my chest. And as my eyes opened, I saw Grayson like looking at me. And as Grayson was looking at me on my chest, extended his claws into my chest. Oh, he meatballed you. He meatloafed you. He said, hey, <laughs> you like throwing people, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Please, son. Throw yep. me out, son. Yep. Throw me right out, though. Yep. I never threw Grayson again. Me and Grayson was cool. <laughs> that was my dog since then, man. I don't... So, I, yo, yo. My only my only question was, was he a flying Grayson? That's what... That point, point, that point, that point, that point, nicely done, sir. And then when he decided he didn't want to... When he didn't want to fly no more, he became a dick. That's what he did. That's what he did. Lots of head tipping going on. Well done, children. Well done. Uh, Lance uh, Graham said this just reminded me of the movie Cat's Eye from 1985. The cat was stealing life while the owner slept. That's very true. I remember that movie. I had a, a friend in high school that would not come over to my house because we had cats. She was like, Cats steal your skull. Cats yeah, steal your that. soul. I saw it in this movie. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? Pardon? I was like, how? What? When were you born? 1831? Like, what <laughs> you? Yeah. yeah. A lot of people say that. I remember there were people who were on me about having a cat, you know, when my daughter was born. And, you know, and, and I just had like a little like efficiency apartment. It's like, you can't have that efficiency See apartment with a baby. The baby, he's going to like steal the baby. So I'm like, I'm like, nah, we'll be alright. Yeah, can't see baby. What are you talking about? What are you doing? Why? What? No, that's not a thing. What? That, is, that is not a thing that happens. Nope, it won't happen. It won't happen. Nope, that's weird. I never heard that one. <clears throat> so as we have moved into another part baby. of uh, Casa de de la Arson, he is uh, posted up for himself. <laughs> Yeah, my internet's acting up, so I was like, "All right, well, let me." No, just we know. Uh, Trust me, we know. 
I've been on the phone for the last 20 minutes because for whatever reason, this thing was like, nah, I'm taking a break. Like, what? We, we are well aware. Of, Decided uh, to take a break. How your internet is going. So, Tribbles, I have a question for y'all. <clears throat> yes. Doing a little bit of business. You know how I like to do business on the air every once in a while. Yes, Kennedy. So, I, as as trepidations as this may may be, I would like for us to do for, in the month of October, some type of outdoor movie screening. Like a a screening a movie for for Halloween. Outdoors, so people can be socially distanced from everybody, you know, um, on a relatively big screen, making it free for people to come and with their chairs and be socially distanced and enjoying a a a uh, one or two, you know, family friendly ish Halloween movies outdoors. And if I'm if I'm judging by at least Dark Joker Triple and Storm Triple, this idea is not going over well with the two of I'm, you. No, I'm I'm good with the idea. T said family friendly ish movies. Yeah, who wants to see a family friendly Halloween right. movie? Well, I yeah. just meant I just uh, I just meant I just meant like that is not like super dupy crazy. Beetlejuice is a Halloween movie. It's a family tale yeah, of uh, it's a family tale of a young couple adopting a strange and unusual little girl. <laughs> That's all. Right. right. Aliens is adopting of a new cat named Jonesy. Nah, Jones was part of the crew manifest, dog. He had bars. <laughs> <laughs> he had bars. You see Jones's control, his carrier? That wasn't no, oh, let me just, oh, I didn't grab this felt thing because we have this new, no, son, that Jones was metal, dog. <laughs> Jones was on the manifest. That was Ensign Jones. He kept the road <laughs> contention down. Come on, dog. Come on. Come on. So, so, so do y'all like the idea or not? I'm reluctant to host an event where we're asking people to come outside right now. And in October, it's going to get a little bit colder. So now people, well, it's nice out. Folks are like, yeah, I'll go outside because it's spacious. I can be safe and enjoy the weather at the same time and all of that. But when it gets a little bit colder, I don't know how susceptible folks will be. Um, but I was even willing to go, like, be like, all right, well, whatever. You had me until family friendly. No, Nobody I'm fine would... with it. But like I said, by family friendly, I just mean that it's not like crazy, crazy gory. That's all I like, mean. Are we talking like Horizon Verizon not gory, or are we talking like, like are we talking like not crazy, crazy gory? Because the, the like, because like the first film could be Beetlejuice, right? Since Randy threw it out there, right? But the fam, like, but the the uh, parental feature would have to be something scarier than Beetlejuice. Well, yeah, it would be. It, it, I, I ideally, it would still be scary. You know what I mean? Um, but first, it, it, realistically, should be no kids there. Well, it'd be a chance to stay in the house. You know what I mean. Ghost Dad. Who said that? George Cremona. <laughs> George Cremona uh, rep for Ghost Dad. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, I can't, I no. can't do that one. And somebody who has, was, was forced to watch that movie never again. No, I would not, <laughs> it would not be Ghost Dad. Um, 
so, so it sounds like you at least like the idea. I'm I I like I, idea of Beetlejuice. I think Beetlejuice is a, is a fun movie. Um, and but what would be a fun double feature? with Beetlejuice. I think you could definitely lead off with Beetlejuice. It's a movie most people probably haven't seen on the on a big screen in uh, in a long time if ever. You know what I mean? So that's cool. But what's a good double feature from there? Do you go to Science Fiction? Ooh. Like a, a Friday uh, double feature. A Nightmare on Elm Street? Should be Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm. They, they but that's not scary. They do that. Yeah, they do. I, um, I don't know. I don't know. There was a moment God. where they were dabbling with cannibalism. Yo, I watched about fifteen minutes of that. I was like, please shoot me. Uh, I can't. You never saw all of Rocky Horror Picture Show? I there. I would rather watch somebody peel the flesh off of my foot. Like I was watching it, I was like, I don't care about this. I don't care about this at all. I'm like, I'm good. I can't. It's a shame. Nope. It's an LGBTQIA icon. Don't it's, care. It's a cult classic. Somebody is repping for. And it's a little scary too. Cabin in the Woods. That's a comedy. That's a hysterically funny movie, and I think it's a, that would be perfect. Uh, you can you can always do that or Void the Void. That one's pretty scary. That was a pretty good scary movie. Halloween three. Somebody is championing for Halloween yeah. three. Don't we have a whole list of scary movies? Because you know we did a top ten episode that we can probably yeah. compile. Yes, yes we do. Yes we do. But this this is not necessarily. You got to think about the the venue. You're thinking about this being free. I okay, okay. Cabin in the Woods being a comedy, but it does have some scary parts about it. The parts that might like scare some people. You know, um, there was a recent movie from, I believe, last year, Ready or Not, that was actually very good. Mm. Uh, that was pretty, pretty That's good. streaming now. Uh, that that was cool. Because um, I really feel ooh, like... Little Shop of Horrors. That's not scary, though. You can always do Pumpkinhead. I mean, if we're going to do... The, the thing about screening horror films is that the genre is so vast and nuanced that you almost have to make it like a series like do different themes each week so that you're covering the spectrum of what horror has to offer so you can do a, a week that's family friendly right the softer end you can do a week that's all slashers you can do a week that's all suspense um, without worrying about keeping your, your, your range so narrow that you alienate different folks who would actually risk their lives to go outside and watch a movie they've already seen. <laughs> if it was a series, I think people would be like, oh, okay, well, I would come to this one because I love showgirls. It's absolutely terrifying. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, that's a terrifying movie. The acting, yes. Actually, oh, the, man. the only thing about doing a series is that, is that, especially we're already into September, so you're talking about trying to secure a spot and then secure it for four weeks. You know what I mean? So it might, uh, it, that might be a little, a little hard to do. Lance Graham uh, reps, there's a virtual drive-in on Sunday they're called Black Hole uh, Monoplex. It's like a once-a-month thing. That format might work for you. Have to check it. Check into that. Alicia 
is repping for the Invisible Triple Man. Scout. Or Us. Or uh, Split. Um, Split, I'm down for. That was a crazy movie. The Invisible Man was really good. Depending on which one she talked If she's talking about the old one, yes. The new one, yes. Either one's good. Somebody says they Wait, like, they like Showgirls. Yeah, they like sh- you like Showgirls. Wow. wow. Sorry. I've encountered people from all over this planet. You are the first person that has ever said, yo, sure, girls, that was that work, son. Well, they didn't say that. They said they liked it. I didn't I I didn't have a problem with showgirls. I didn't think it was as I mean, it wasn't great, right? But I didn't think it was as terrible as everybody made it out to be. I went into that thinking it was gonna be like I was gonna to want to scoop my eyes out, but I was like, "Oh, this is just a bad movie." <laughs> yeah, it's far. It's far from the worst movie ever made. You know it is mean? a little. It is a little unnerving to see, you know, what women will go through, or go go or willing to do, right? For for the sake of ambition, um, the idea of Gina Gershon eating dog food is terrifying. I gotta say, uh, shout out to those who actually watched the film and know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I understand. Um. Anyway, I, I, I feel like in, in all in all, it's not a bad idea. But like you said, it is September and. I'm going to try and make it happen. Dope. I love how you bring these things to us like you are interested in our actual opinions. And like <laughs> <already started. laughs> right, doing whatever yeah. it is that you wanted to do. He already scouted the location. All right, get everything set up. He's like, yeah. So I just want to see if you guys are down for it. All right, you're not. All right, but we're doing cool. it. We're doing it. Well, it's gonna happen anyway. So <laughs> we're doing it anyway. So um, I, I didn't. I was just asking just to be kind, you know, just just to let you know that it's almost like my vote doesn't count. Your vote does count. You said we you like the re- idea. We we need to uh, investigate the electoral college over here. <laughs> you said you like if the this idea. If North Carolina, I, we could vote twice. I I, <laughs> I want I want my vote to count as much as somebody in North Dakota. Um, somebody, uh, Modi is saying Scream or Fright Night or Blade. I say do the Descent. Oof. Blade won't go. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right? I've never really? seen it. I'm well, that, that that right right there. There. I mean, we could do the Descent, you know, <laughs> and and I, I, I will bid you all a good night. Y'all have a good time. Job. Thank y'all for coming out. Right. He's packing up stuff. Like, like, hey, how y'all doing? Welcome. My name is Len, aka the Bat Tribble. One of us is going to be like, they're like, hey, yo, he just did? <laughs> and just straight up leave, like, pick up his bag <laughs> and just walk down the aisle of people. They'd be like, is this. Yeah, he like, Lynn, where you going? Ah, oh, I ain't safe for this movie. Uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> he gets into an Uber. <laughs> it was the same Uber that dropped him off. He just, just wait here. Keep the engine running. Keep the engine running. I ain't gonna be here for a hot second. Uh somebody's also repping for the people under the hills. People under the stairs, probably. Yeah, I thought that's what yeah, they meant. People under the stairs. Like the hills have eyes? What? <laughs> People under the hills have eyes. It was a crossover. It was crossover. a crossover. Yeah. People yeah. under the hills have eyes for the cabin in the woods. That would be very the nice. The hills. You could do the blob. That was the blob. Good but not, Lord. not the old 
the newer one, the, like the 1980s. Didn't we, didn't we do a thing about the blob back way ten years ago, Len, when we when we started this? Yeah, yeah, because there's a, there's a gentleman actually out in Pennsylvania who owns the actual blob from the original movie. What? And they do like a blob fest in his town because he has like nice. a little horror, like a horror, um, uh, like a 50s, 60s horror, small like horror film museum in his basement. And he nice. breaks out the the actual blob once a year for this big blob fest they do in his town. So which blob is it? Is it one from the 50s? or the It's, one from, from, it's the from the 50s, from the original movie. Okay. So when you say he brings it out, does that does that mean someone has is on like blob duty after the event and like scoops it all back up? It actually it's not like it's it's probably about uh, I think it's like about maybe four feet wide, um, and he keeps it in like a, a jar, like uh, uh, this. Uh, and for the parade, he puts in like in like like this small little like trash can type of thing, and like yeah, it be he keeps it on tuck like it doesn't. He, what is happening, yo, Randy? There's yeah. a scary movie. Just putting your your <laughs> phone up on the big screen and your big hand, your big mitts keep coming. Oh, you know what? We can do candy. I'm mad. He's scrolling in the middle of a show. Right. Because my cable is out, and I'm trying to see what the heck is wrong. Oh. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. You know, we should do Candyman. It should be Beetlejuice yeah. and Candyman. There you go. Right before the new one comes people's, out. People's people's names. You can't say more than the the repeat. The repeat series. You say Beetlejuice three times. You say Candyman five times. I'll say CM. Just keep this low. CM. Yeah, can't get me that. That's kind of cool. Or can't... you could, or, or you could just say Candyman because it's not nah. real. And you can say Candyman, 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 and someone's not going to pop up because it's a film that someone made. Oh, my God. Candyman got her. Oh, my God. Kennedy. I get my money, right? I get the water. I was like, look, she's gone. She's actually gone. Look. Look, she's actually gone. Yo. Okay. What's wrong with y'all? Uh-uh, see? That's what, that's what get everybody hung up on. I'm like, uh-uh, nah. But if I say Beetlejuice three times, Len will disappear. No, I won't. You're right. It's definitely Isaiah. Honestly, out of all of us, Eric would definitely be the Beetlejuice of the group if we had to pick somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no question. Gabe is no obviously Lydia Deets. <laughs> obviously, because she communes with the dead. Yes, she does. Mm. Yes, she does. With those dolls, yeah. Strange and unusual. Yeah. Um, Man, oh, remember yeah. when they were actually going to do another Beetlejuice? Yeah. Aren't they still talking about maybe doing one? They're still talking about Everybody's it. like, let's, let's heal first. No, I mean reboot. No mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like a sequel. Oh, I heard. I thought it was a reboot. Like Lydia's no. grown up and has yeah. her own kids, and I think you know summons Beetlejuice again. Um, I think that was the premise of it. But yeah, they were Michael. all just like because Michael Keaton was like, "Yep, 
yeah, you know, he wasn't like, no, it wasn't like with Batman where he was like, I need more money for this suit. He was kind of like, I'm on your money. I I would I would I would see a, a Beetlejuice sequel. For Did you sure. like Beetle- Kennedy? I know you're a huge fan of the movie. Were you a fan of the series? I don't remember the series. Oh really? But I remember watching it. Like I don't. It's not wasn't impactful to the point where I remember episodes like I do with right. Captain Simeon and the Space Monkeys. But I remember watching episodes of Beetlejuice and being hyped for the theme song, wishing that there was some way to bring the two together. But I, I don't remember anything that, that happened in the episode. Some Certain characters I remember, like the monster who lived down the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, really, just the monster. The mayor, I think, was a jerk. Um, Lydia's outfits were always fabulous. Um and I just remember that Beetlejuice being a little less of a jerk. Yeah. Than they softened him up the a little film. bit. Yeah. He was yeah, still he was he was still a jerk and he was still mm-hmm. grotesque. He just wasn't menacing in the way that he was in the film. Like in the film, you're definitely like, okay, this is a ghoul that might be funny and oh, he's a little tongue in cheek, but he will get you. Like, look what he just yeah. did. He almost got Lydia. He almost got her. Right. Um. So. I, I, I it wasn't impactful, but I, I remember enjoying it. I remember collecting the the, the Happy Meal toys, Burger or was it Happy Meal? I guess Burger King had kids meal toys that had Beetlejuice stuff. So I remember being like, I, it's new, I have to get a hello. I've got three of the old ones. We have to get a new toy. What is this? What are yeah. you doing? Yeah. I don't care. No one told you to have more kids. I need the rest of these toys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I remember. I think I think Olivia watched this show, and I think she liked it a little bit. I just remember not really digging the animation style of it, so it kind of like that like, was very dated. Left me cold with. I've it, seen. With it. I've I've tried to go back and watch episodes, and like being there for the plot. Um, but I, for in my case, it was the quality of the thing that I was watching that took me out of it. It was. Yeah, it looked here. like someone's like. But I mean, like the visual quality, not production quality. It was like someone took it off of VHS, oh, and like, okay. you know what I mean? And because it still had the little ribbon underneath, mm. I was like, uh, it's hard to watch now. I see. Um, I see. I'm here for it. I dig it. Um, someone says that they want to see Ghostbusters four. Yo, that Ghostbusters, uh, that trailer that dropped looked really good it, and it was the one where they were like somewhere in the middle of the country yeah and they found, and they they found, found that the car in that, in that bar yeah, that looked pretty dope and that was all I saw of that I haven't heard anything about it since well just like everything it, else has been pushed back well it was supposed to come out next year I think anyway was that next year anyway okay. yeah, yeah it was supposed to come out in 2021 cause it looked pretty dope and then it was gone. They actually, you know what? That's what they actually did. I'm sorry, real quick. They did show a trailer for Dune too, as well. For Dune, yes. Yeah. With that. Yeah, it's got a lot of people in it. I I know a lot of sci-fi fans are going to be upset when I finish the sentence. I never got into Dune. I've also seen that bad. movie a bunch of times and never. I think I finished it in one sitting once in my life. Yeah. Every other time I've fallen asleep and then woken up 
and had to figure out where I dozed off at. Um, and it's got so many of my favorite people in it, like Patrick Stewart and Sting. Like, come on, let's go. And Kyle MacLachlan, a young Kyle MacLachlan. Okay, we can watch this. And every time I fall directly asleep. I've never read the books, so I don't know if it's an easier read. But from what I understand, the books are way more dense than the film was. Yes. So I've heard it was a mixed bag as far as the, the movie. I've never seen the movie either. I've never been. You've never seen it? I would be interested to hear what the missionaries have to say about Dune. It's not a black film, so you all probably won't. Are there any black people in Dune? Oh, I don't think so. There's black yeah, clothes. Nobody, nobody. Yes. Who? Black There's clothes. Black clothes. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, I've never I've never seen it, and I know people like you know kneel down. I know kneel people kneel down at the altar of the book, and like I said, people have like I've heard mixed things about the movie, and that's it's why it's too long, Len. And that's it why is. people have been wanting to it to be redone so much. Yeah, I've only seen like I've seen it once when I was a kid when I watched it, and I still like I didn't even go back and watch it again because I was like I can't I don't know if I can sit there that long for it. Like, I, I could barely sit through Lord of the Rings. I wasn't sitting there through Dune. God. Yes, it, uh, Lord of the Rings is a good movie. To me, it always struck me as like another Buckaroo Banzai, and that's a boring movie. So What? Did you oh, just go to Dune and Buckaroo Banzai? Oh, my God. First of all, first of all, Randy, calm your tits, Randy. First of all... I'm going to ignore the Buckaroo Banzai shade because he said that sheerly to get a reaction out of Randy, okay? One. It's not even that. I'm talking two, just a comparison of the two, two movies. Two, you have clearly never seen Dune because they could not exactly. be any more exactly. different, bro. Oh, I know that. Buckaroo Banzai <laughs> is... The Buckaroo Buckaroo Banzai was $37. Right, and watching Dune is like watching paint dry. Not the same type of film at all and and yet and yet i was watching the paint dry as i watched buckaroo bonsai i just tried to watch that movie again finally made it all the way through because i had to rewind it about four times after falling asleep four times in the film but well, you made can't it- be watching movies after six o'clock Len. you know you need to go to bed <laughs> i don't know why you have to do well first of all i watch i get Paid to watch movies now, so I was trying to stay oh, up on the film. You see that? He just wanted to throw that flex in there. The only reason why he even brought up Buckaroo Banzai was to be like, "Well, actually, I get paid, so my opinion matters more." <laughs> well, I didn't say that. That's that's your read on it. I'm just saying that the movie is boring. Buckaroo Banzai, Buckaroo Banzai is boring. I'm not. Look, I'm not talking to you. I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at the nation. That's your boy, Kevin. You know him first. Where, where are you pointing? I'm pointing at you. I'm talking to Randy. <laughs> I don't know. Wherever you're at. Over there somewhere. <laughs> it's like wherever you're at. Wherever you're at. Wherever you're at. <laughs> Someone said there's a three-hour there's a three-hour version yeah, of Buckaroo Banzai. Of Dune, probably. Relax. Relax. Dune, yeah, oh, Dune, my yeah. God. Oh. Relax. Yeah, Dune, Dune had me all excited. I'm about to say. <laughs> God. He's like, now I gotta watch another couple hours. Like, I feel oh, like nah. I feel like I feel like I'm I'm. People say they miss conventions. Right now, between these two, I feel like I'm at a convention. <laughs> 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 we 
well, actually. <laughs> Someone says there's too much drag time in Dune. That's what action figure expert The whole movie is says. drag time. But oh, that is. was Graylin that said uh, that there's a, a three-hour version of it. Hey, Graylin, what's up, dog? It says it's a very dense film. It, it, it's a, it, it's George Kimona says watch. Buckaroo Banzai is a coked-up classic. It really is, dude. You, you don't want to really know a coked-up classic? Escape from New York. That's a coked-up classic. You yeah, want to call that's, that's, that's not all the cocaine. I think I was, really? I was in my late 20s uh, before I was able to stay awake for that. Oh, I love that movie. And I love that. Kurt Russell. That was yeah, a bizarre flick. Hey, hey. I'm sorry. Hey, I, I feel the same way about... um. What's that other movie everybody loves? They just did the um oh what's the name of that that movie? Uh, just ah remember. yes, that one. I guess it ain't that good. You can't remember. It was Harrison right. Ford. I can't think of the name of it. Give give him a break, guys. He Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Yeah, Blade Runner. Mm. Great looking movie, but very slow. Yeah, but Blade Runner was classic. Yeah, it, it's not. You can't like dudes like it drag like it really does drag. Blade Runner at least has a story to keep it going. Dude, you just you just like you're sitting there. It's like I'm ready to go to sleep. I'm done. Like I can't. And that's cute that stuff. you had the thought to say I'm ready to go. I just always <laughs> wake no, up. Like, 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 oh, I'm gonna fall asleep over? now. No. Lance Graham no, says that Buckaroo Banzai seems like they were making it up as they were filming it. Sounds about people. right. Yeah. Okay. It sounds about people. right. George Carmona says for Dune, peep the sci-fi miniseries. That might be easier, I guess. Yeah. I'm good. You have to check that out. I'll wait till the new movie comes out. I'm good. I can't. I can't. Did the trailer look good? Uh, for what they showed, it they, just show, they just showed like who everybody, like all like the famous play. Yeah. They showed like Batista. They showed uh, what's his, uh, Zendaya, like all the, you know, the big names in the movie. And it was like a little like speech over and then that was it. Which is essentially, I believe, how they advertised the other film. They just listed the name because that was like a star-studded late '80s, early '80s, you know, cast of people, and they were like, "This person, Sir Patrick Stewart, Sting," yeah. you know, and they were it was like, "Oh, there's all these people in this film." So I felt like that was pretty on brand. Yeah, that, that's all they really. And this is like you just see their faces. You're like, oh, "Okay, it's Batista. Okay, it's Zendaya. Okay, it's Oscar Isaac," and then it's like. Dune, and then you see the names listed all in, like all names listed in it. I'm like, okay, all right. By the way, if nothing else, Buckaroo Banzai has created the idea for the greatest sequel of all time. Of all time, and when I get rich, I'm making this movie. We can hardly wait. All right, watch. I'm gonna make this movie, and I mean, you can all be in it if you want. No, that's I'm fine. If, if anybody I know else nothing of the. It's cool, man. I think I can pass on this. I know nothing. Of okay, this. all right. Listen, this is the thirty second pitch. Oh, At the end of Buckaroo Banzai, there's a there's a shot that says, uh, "Stay tuned for the sequel, Buckaroo Banzai versus the World Crime League." Obviously, that never happened, right? So, what you do is you create the sequel to Buckaroo Banzai versus the World Crime League. The World Crime League is too too much for Buckaroo Banzai and his Hong Kong Cavaliers to handle. So he goes and gets Jack Burton from Big Trouble in Little China. He gets Remo Williams from The Adventures of Remo Williams. Okay. He gets Tom Cody from Streets of Fire. 
And then, wait, wait for it. It turns out that the World Crime League is led by a recast Kaiser Sose. Even that's too much for them. So who comes out and saves them at the end? Scooby-Doo and Shaggy. <laughs> Jules from Pulp Fiction and the Bride from Kill Bill. I've just made you okay. all of the money. I'm done. I'm done. What? I just made you all yeah. So, we see y'all again. So Good night. Isaiah, I know it's kind of weird hearing that bizarre-ass sequel pitch yeah. for a film you don't know anything about. But, Randy, I'm going to ask you to not pull out that sequel idea when we're trying to convince people to actually like this movie. Because <laughs> they, they don't know. Because they don't know. They don't know. They don't know. And not for nothing, you just, you just hit everybody with a bunch of obscure references that only you get. That's okay. That's all right, man. The only person I recognized from there was Kurt Russell from Big uh, Trouble in Little China. I know who you're talking about. Good night, everybody. Yeah, the, the, they're all in the five dollar bin, and uh, yeah, right? at the local blockbuster. And I'm the only one that's ever was amazed by William Defoe in Streets of Fire. I don't think so. I've never even heard of that movie, bro. Like, what even is that? Uh, William Defoe, Rick Moranis. Uh, you lost it at Rick Moranis. Yeah, that movie's fantastic. It's okay. fantastic. All right. And, all right. All right. Ooh, who are these people? All right. We, we got to get out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Rick Moranis is? You don't know who Willem Dafoe is? No, I know William Dafoe. I don't know Rick uh, I don't it's, know the face of Rick Moranis. I know the yes, name. Yes, you do. Oh, you ever yes. see Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Okay, never mind. I know. Yes. Okay, I know. All right. All right. It's yeah. fair. It's in, 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 in fairness, the man <laughs> has been away from from the movies for like the last 20 years. Wasn't he also on Spaceballs or my tripping? Yes, he was. Yes, no, he was. Okay. He right. stopped doing movies when his wife got cancer. Fair enough. So he hasn't really done anything since. Like ever. I mean, fair so, enough. Funny, I blew up the kids, I think. Yeah, I think that may have been his last movie. Um, we got to get out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Funny, I blew up the baby. That's what it was. Oh, when that baby was in New York City, all destroying stuff? You LA. Know? Oh, LA, sorry. Like Godzilla. Rah. We're getting out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, next week on the Black Tribbles, we are going to have a very special guest. Uh, Kennedy, you want to tell everyone who will be joining us next week on the show? Sure. Um, I will have um, your friend and mine, Will Nien, who is a friend that, of the show that we met four years ago at Mission New York for the 50th anniversary celebration. He's going to be talking to us with us. Um, about communism, Star Trek for the anniversary that will be this week or this week coming. And um, he's going, and him and Randy are going to have an interesting exchange um, that I can't wait for. Yes. Should be, be a lot of fun. Star Trek, communism, it, and Randy. It's going to get lit next week here. On Black Tribbles, ladies and gentlemen. Check out this show for your streaming pleasure. Any place and every place that you find podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Stitcher Radio. And you can Stitcher follow Radio. us, subscribe to us on YouTube at Black Tribbles. Like and follow us. Give us a five-star rating. Help us uh, grow the show. Check out our YouTube channel tomorrow, every Friday night for the Friday Night Delight, the Infinity Equation. Actually, we'll- we're off tomorrow. Will not be bringing coming your way tomorrow. <laughs> we, we we take off during the holidays. 
They will not. They, they are off for the holidays. We hope you enjoy your three-day holiday weekend, ladies and gentlemen. For the vacationing hard triple, the uncanny triple, for Super Saiyan triple, for Dark Joker Zen triple, for the Super triple, for the Storm triple, this is the Bat triple. In parting, we say... T'challa-lo. 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 Okay, bye.